Welcome to another exciting, incredible, outstanding edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. Uh, you don't sound nearly as enthusiastic as I do. What? <laughs> it's just a lot of editing. <laughs> I mean, this is the fun episode where we don't have to record anything beyond what we're doing right now. So that part's easier. Wait, what are we doing right now? We're introducing our next clip show. It's been, what, 50 episodes since our last clip show? Is that how it works? 47, I think, because I wanted all the twos. (laughs) Wait, so I don't have to even be here? I could have just phoned this in? No, I've got enough of the words that you've said over the course of years that I can make you say just about anything. (laughs) But I even brought Paul and Doug along. Yeah, what am I going to do? Well, to say something to the effect of, Oh, and here's another fun clip. All right. Oh, 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 gosh, wasn't that a great time? Well, here's another great time for you. Great time, not guaranteed. If you liked that one, then you're guaranteed to uh, to probably like this one, too. <laughs> uh, but if you didn't like that one, you know, give, give this one a shot. I think, I think you'll like it more. <laughs> if you didn't like that one, I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all they're all of equal quality it's all downhill from here folks <laughs> alright clearly I have to go get more pizza on my own I'll be back yeah. <laughs> married life sounds difficult <laughs> have to get your own pizza I already do that <laughs> Charlie are there any perks to being married yes just quick note how he didn't instantly answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Those being... Oh, you get to live with somebody you care about and love. And if you want to start a family, you can have a stable relationship and have children. And also, I don't know, it's lots of good reasons. <laughs> you're not doing no a one's good ever job asked, selling No one's ever yeah, asked me that before. Yeah, you're not selling me on this very hard. I didn't even ask for an accounting of the the positives and the negatives. You know, I didn't I didn't ask you to do. Hey, is it good on the balance? I just asked literally, what are the perks? What's the good part? Uh, Tax benefits. Another person here all the time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Half the time, somebody else orders the pizza. There you go. I might not bring a slice to you, but we're still talking about pizza. And marriage. Marriage. We, it, Charlie took us surprisingly a long time answering, are there any perks to being married? What did he eventually come up with? Uh, apparently, you get to live with someone. You what? <laughs> <laughs> I love the paraphrasing here. <laughs> you, you have a steady roommate. You have a steady roommate. Well, that is nice. I said tax benefits. So we got tax that. Benefits. Tax benefits. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like Charlie's not doing a good job selling me on this whole marriage thing. Maybe he's got his uh, Sony Watchman. Uh, I think Dad said that he actually got that working. Wow, really? Yeah, he had to uh, set up his own TV transmitter to do it. We definitely because had... it's it's analog television, and analog television hasn't been a thing for decades. So, oh man, we had one. We had something like this. I remember my dad using it to watch other football games while we were at a football game. (laughs) That's awesome. This is good football, but I could use more of it. 
I guess he was just ahead of his time, you know. <laughs> I remember uh, seeing a discussion where somebody pointed out that uh, the trope of, oh, yeah, this person has, uh, like, Bruce Banner's got, like, four PhDs. That's something that's extremely bad and wrong because you shouldn't really need more than one because once you get the one, you've kind of proven you can learn things and you should just go and learn them. Look, you know, you some people take the training don't want to leave off. school. Well, yeah, how many PhDs <laughs> do you have, Adam? Uh, just one, but I wanted to leave well, school. So you, I was done so with you've it. Got, you've got the normal number. <laughs> if that's the normal number instead of zero, sure. Yeah. It's it's the normal number for people with PhDs. <laughs> right. You've got the average. Hard to argue. You're within one of the point. average number of PhDs. <laughs> Who's got an above average number of thumbs and likes watching Marvel movies? This guy. So here I am uh, introducing our, our newest segment and the. Uh, this segment's called Rambling Man, where uh, we just talk about stuff for a while. Uh, it's not an excuse to fill up Charlie's voice. No, I don't know what you're talking about. And yes, I am outside, so what? But uh, anyway, I thought this time I would discuss The Mandalorian. It's a show I have not seen, and I don't know what it's about, but I thought I would try and give my interpretation of it based on... Uh, you know, things you just acquire from general pop culture knowledge. So uh, I think it's about a uh, it's about a bounty hunter. His name is Mando Fett, I think. And uh, he is protecting uh, a baby Yoda who wants nothing but chicken nuggets uh, for some reason and maybe uses the force to acquire these chicken nuggets. And anyway, uh, Mando also has a, a GPS built into his uh, helmet and so when he doesn't know where he's going, he asks it, and it tells him, this is the way. And he says, okay, that's great. It's basically a, a journey across some planet, so uh, Tatooine. And they're looking for McDonald's to get more chicken nuggets to uh, feed the insatiable hunger of uh, this uh, baby Yoda. It's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so, you know... Disney gatekeeping it for everyone who doesn't want to subscribe to their things because this is the future of media is that uh, you no longer can have access to things. Like, if what if they decide to get rid of it? Well, that's it. It's gone. Well, I guess there's piracy. Oh, and there's probably, like, action sequences or something, too. Uh, you know, maybe uh, there's probably shooting scenes. Actually, there's probably some, there's probably some forced shooting scenes that involve, like, the Baby Yoda character, uh, you know, forcing uh, chicken nuggets into the path of blaster bolts. So, that's cool. Oh, and I think it's that uh, between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, if that's not right. I think I heard there's a, there's a cameo from an original trilogy character made up as a ghoulish CG action figure. Am I done? Is that it? Like, did you finish? You just beat that me. And then oh, yeah. I failed to get three of the Arrowverse Blu-ray sets that I ordered from Best Buy. Two others came, uh, but I didn't get three of them thanks to a long-involved saga <laughs> where the short version is that the shipping company on track sucks. They're the ones who shipped uh, the gift that I got you. I'm amazed it arrived. 
So I guess the thing you have to know is that the our mailing address is technically a P.O. box. The P.O. boxes at the post office apparently have their own zip code. This is typically fine. Every so often, non-USPS shipping companies complain because they're not real addresses. Even though when I put that zip code into Google Maps, it just points at the post office and says, here it is. <laughs> so usually what happens is on occasion, it'll be delayed like a day while someone goes, this isn't a real postal address. And then some supervisor goes, it's the post office. Just take it over there. So three of these things in two separate packages were shipping through OnTrack. The first one they shipped out, they said it will be out for delivery later. And then they sent me a text because I have like the text notifications for Best Buy from the curbside pickup. So it's now it's just all Best Buy things. But that was like, we couldn't fail to deliver. You are refunded. And I was like, well, wait, can I correct this? Can I get this reshipped? And they were like, no, sorry. We no longer have it in stock. All right, fine. Well, I'll get the others at least. And so then the other two came, and then there were two more that sat there for literally three weeks. And the tracking information said, ready for pickup, invalid address, and then nothing. And so I contacted Best Buy literally four times. Initially, it was like, what's going on? Why can't we get this shipped? And they kept saying, well, it's the shipping carrier. Well, can you talk to the shipping carrier? No, I can't. That's above my pay grade, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, well, can you reship them? No, we can't. We don't have them in stock. And I go online and I say, well, they're both in stock in a store 10 miles away from me. Can we just, can I get those? No, you, we can't do that. Uh, BestBuy.com is not related to Best Buy, the store. And I was like, I thought you were the same company. Yes, we are, but we don't talk to each other in that way. Okay. In that way. <laughs> Can I get a rain check? No, we don't offer rain checks. Sorry. It's complicated. Yeah. So it sat there forever. It said on the shipping thing, it's in Chandler, Arizona. It can't be shipped. And I did a bit of Googling around and I was like, as far as I can tell, the warehouse just is the store in Chandler, Arizona. Let me just go there and see what I can do. And I went there and they were very nice and helpful, but they basically said, yeah, bestbuy.com isn't really us. We can't help them. But what you need to do is call them, ask to speak to a manager, and then they'll straighten it out. And so I said, okay, thank you very much. I went home. I called the helpline and I said, hey, I need to speak to a manager. I've got a weird shipping thing. And they were like, oh, well, we're actually working from home right now, so I can't just transfer you to a manager. If you give me the information, I can have the manager call you back within 24 hours. And I said, that <laughs> sounds great. Thank you. Gave them the information. Hey, I've got this package. You guys aren't, the shipper won't pick it up. I need you to call on track and say, pick this up, please. And she said, great, thanks. I've got it. Whatever. You'll expect a call. Uh, and then about an hour later, I got a text message saying you're your uh, shipment has been canceled. You will be refunded. And I was like, this is not what I wanted. I wanted to talk to someone to get them to talk to someone. I did not want someone to just cancel it. So then went and talked to support again and was like, can I get a rain check? No, I can't get a rain check. Can you do some sort of back order thing where when it comes back in stock, you just send it out? No, they can't do that. Can you transfer it to a physical location? They are still available at a 
store 10 miles away. I'm happy to go get them. No, we just can't do that. And I was like, is there anything you can do? And they were basically like, well, we could suggest similar items. And in my head, I was like, well, they're DVD, Blu-ray box sets. It's not like buying a table (laughs) where any table will do. So, like, I actually got the, uh, the help person to, like, let the wall drop a little bit. Where he was like, I feel really bad about this. I wish there was something I could do. Because most of the times I encounter them, I just hit this brick wall. If we can't do that, sorry. We can't do that, sorry. We can't do that, sorry. Just like form responses. And this guy was like, I really wish we could help. I just, there's nothing we can do. And I said, fine. And then immediately after got like a survey. It's like, how did we do? (laughs) And it was like, based on your experience, how likely are you to recommend BestBuy.com to others? And I clicked one. And I said, this shipping situation is ridiculous. Your re- your rain check policy is absurd. And that's ended it with, let's be honest. If this had happened to you, if you were in my shoes, would you recommend BestBuy.com? I doubt it. <laughs> and then like the next one was like, how, you know, how was our agent? And I was like, oh, Phil was great. He couldn't help me, but at least he showed some compassion, you know, et cetera. And that's the saga of how I lost to BestBuy.com and will not order things from BestBuy.com anymore. This is probably where we're going to hear up, Charlie be like, yeah, pick up in store uh, we, or not at all. We got a sponsor for the podcast. It's uh, BestBuy.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, all of this will have to be cut. BestBuy.com. Great customer support. So that's how BestBuy.com ruined Christmas. well anytime he reads off a teleprompter it's how it seems yeah those are those videos can be spicy range man i need some i'm gonna order some chips right now (laughs) oh my gosh still weird i need to get don't don't do it paul don't do it some bagged copium don't do it what do you got in the fridge or in the cupboard get some popcorn man got some carrot sticks eat some carrot sticks Carrot sticks. Who are you? I'm like, yeah. It's January. New Year's resolution time. My goodness, people. Don't tell me what my resolutions need to be. (laughs) (laughs) What if I want to eat more chips? I thought everyone was resolving to eat less and exercise more. That is not Uh, until the New Year starts, and that does not start until January 20th. At noon. (laughs) At noon. Uh, I went with limited time flavor lays game day chili which i'm just not excited about i'm in the same boat as you adam which is that i i had a lot of dinner (laughs) and you know what's good when one of the descriptions is game day like okay that tells me nothing (laughs) no it tells you that it's bad chili (laughs) you make it in bulk this is not chili to be savored This is chilly to be shoveled into your mouth while you're so had so much beer watching the football. This chili you has don't a, taste it properly. This has a half inch of skin on the top right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it kind of tastes like a spicy <laughs> chili chip, except maybe a little bit more beany. I don't know. It tastes a little bit of bean. Does it taste gamey? <laughs> Can you taste the game it day like in deer it? chili. <laughs> yeah, it feels like I'm watching a football game where half the players are uh, out because of COVID. 
I give it a miss. <laughs> what? Wow. What a what an image. <laughs> you know what, Charlie? That's amazing. That's so amazing that I want you to sing a song. Oh, no. <laughs> Brutal. When a problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. Da-na-na-na-na-na-na. Sing a song about it. Da, na, 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 na. Sing a song about it. There we go. Uh, to the tune of, uh, I don't know, one of those sports channels. Okay. ESPN sound songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ate some blaze. Did it? Did it? Game day chili flavored chips. It's like watching the game, except you didn't have any fun. Did 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 did. So it's exactly like watching the game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll allow it. (laughs) We will make a podcast all about this. This There's already multiple podcasts about this. You can listen to QAnon and I think, what is it? QAnon Anonymous or something? But are any of them called QAnon QAnon? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) 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 That is amazing and doug we're creating that <laughs> yeah right. no that's, that's it. Everything, everything you want to say hold on to it yeah <laughs> i look forward to you being murdered by QAnon supporters oh no you're you're with me <laughs> oh so we'll be torn apart by uh, a mob of suburban mothers together uh uh, uh karens as they're called <laughs> <laughs> charlie get us back on track and so in honor of uh, Captain Marvel, I thought I would try this new cosmic flavor of Coca-Cola. This is called Starlight. It's actually Coke Zero Sugar, and it says it's space-flavored. Oh. And Brian's going to try it with me. I, th- I am? Yeah. That way Doug can't claim I'm biasing That's fair. everything. All right. So, what, what would you be biasing it towards? I don't know. You always just say that my opinions are wrong. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't realize that I was supposed to save some for today, so I already had it yesterday. Well, so you don't get to I'm talk. I'm sure your opinion is wrong, but... Uh, so this is a lighter color. Almost has like a pinkish tint to it. Yeah, I think that might just be a label uh, influencing you. But here's the sound of it. Space-tastic. Smells like pop. <laughs> cotton candy cola yeah, is what it smells like, like. Cotton candy. Oh. My fave. Oh, it does come out kind of reddish pink when you pour it. Here's some for Brienne. Now I'm going to try it. We're going to go one, two, three. Hmm. That is weird. It's smoother than I expected. But it actually doesn't really have a taste. No, it's it's cotton candy Coca-Cola. That's what I'm getting. I get it like at the quick moment, and then all of a sudden there's no taste. And I get a bubbles, and it tastes like seltzer water. Yeah, well, that's just Coke Zero. Bland and gross. <laughs> yeah, what do you think people drink it? <laughs> I'm sorry, what do you think Americans drink it? Yeah, it tastes like slightly cotton candy flavored seltzer water. Brianne? Yes. I'm very sorry to hear that you've come down with COVID. Oh, interesting. Why? Did you get a strong flavor out of it? Uh, I mean, I was actually biased by the uh, the articles I read announcing it. But yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of a, like a almost marshmallowy to the the end of the did you have each sip did you have regular or zero 
Oh, I had a regular, actually. Yeah, see, this is zero, so maybe there's a difference. Oh. Mm. It's Cause weird, because I... it just goes into, like, nothing. It tastes like bland seltzer water. Huh. I'd still say you might have COVID. But... Uh, if I imagine really hard, I might convince myself there's marshmallow there, but... I'm, Do I need to go eat an like, almond to make sure that I don't have COVID? No, One just, go stick, just go stick your nose in the uh, detergent. See if you can smell it. But taste and smell aren't always the same. Fine, go eat an almond. All right, Fine, we're right going to we'll wait for you because Doug's an idiot. <laughs> Is there go eat a handful of detergent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this tastes like soap. <laughs> but no, the, the advanced stuff said uh, some people were saying it tastes like s'mores. All right, okay, well, some people think that uh, COVID's not real, so we can't rely on what some people think. <laughs> Any opinion that's not held by all people is probably wrong. <laughs> I think I can taste that the almonds. No, us? paranoid. Can you taste the almonds? Well, I mean, you know what they say, Charlie. Opinions are like buttholes. I think so. They the should be plugged wrong. at all costs. <laughs> Well, I can taste this almond. Good for you. And I say there's okay. no... Okay, Brianne, can you? I guess, how do you... I think so. You're supposed to, uh, you're supposed to do the jelly bean. It's a test. rough choice of food confirming that you have, that you can taste stuff. <laughs> like if you, if you have jelly beans, you can do the jelly bean test. Almonds are pretty... I feel it's like Lent, dude. Pretty mild. It's Lent, and I gave up pretty much anything that's not almonds. I think medicinal jelly beans are acceptable, like as a COVID yeah. test. Oh, cough drop? <laughs> you got s'mores out of I mean, okay, this is the zero, but there's no way there's s'mores in this. There's no chocolate no, there, associated with it at all. Or there graham cracker. There isn't the slightest hint. Yeah, no, that it could very well be that the, the zero sugar and the non-zero sugar are distinct but sure sure yeah some some just don't work very well in their zero sugar format uh, it's like a afterthought in there it's also worth noting i had a bottle of it although i think yours is a bottle too but yeah but it's it sounded very plasticky coke starlight zero that's a uh, you know if they're handing it out for free at the orientations like pepsi blue style you know go for it but i don't know that i'd go out of my way to get it what about you it did not do anything for me. So no, I would not. But I also am not really big on the sodas right now. So I would not recommend eating it, drinking it. I wouldn't recommend eating it either. <laughs> Don't make popsicles <laughs> out of it. <laughs> Doug? Yeah, I mean, it was all right. Like you said, it was very smooth. I don't know that I would give it a, a number rating, but I would give it a, you know, a, hey, you know, give it a try recommendation. All right, so then maybe try the sugar version or the HFCS version. I'm pretty sure HFCS is a type of sugar. It's just not sucrose. Now, this doesn't help me. Like, I was going to try it before I heard the reviews, and now I'm, I don't know, I'm waffling. Well, I mean, you should give it a try is what I'm saying. But, but you should don't try the, a try. No, I'm don't saying give don't the go zero your, a try. Oh, don't, don't go out of your way. Oh, so I have to stand somewhere where I expect someone to give it to me for free? Yes, you need to go to Costco. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, do they do this there? (laughs) Samples? Why not? Oh, Doesn't it cost a lot of money to go to Costco? I've just never seen one. Maybe I don't go at the right time. It only costs a lot of money if you're the one paying for the membership. Do they have security at the door? Maybe. I don't know. I've never been. Yeah, they do. (laughs) All right. Well, there you go. I believe each uh, member is allowed one guest, so you just got to find someone else who's a member and go with them. <laughs> In the parking lot? <laughs> someone who looks like a cooperative stranger. Did I tell you about how the casino stole $50 from me? 
Nope. No. Alright. So I was playing this game and I set the hand incorrect, so it was totally my fault. But I actually, but I won the hand, even if you said it correctly. I, I, I would, would have still won the hand. And I have seen them in the past where someone sets it incorrectly. They, they go, Oh, you're not supposed to do that. They reset it. And then they either like, like sometimes I've seen like the person win. Sometimes I've seen them just push it. And so I was like, Oh, I, I, I messed up. Just push it. And they're like, No. Um, you said it incorrectly, you lose the hand. So I got really, really, really upset. I talked to like the pit boss. I talked to like all these different people and everyone was like, no, 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 no. Uh, so like a week goes by, I got a hand. What does it mean to set the hand incorrectly? Yeah. I, I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay. So in it's, it's a game called Pai Gao. It's, it's Chinese poker. And basically you, you get seven cards. You, you make a five-card hand and a two-card hand. Your five-card hand has to beat your two-card hand. My two-card hand beat my five-card hand, so they said it was a – like, I set the hand incorrectly. That doesn't help out, does it, at all. It's There was some rule you were supposed to follow. You accidentally didn't follow it. I accidentally didn't follow it. But it doesn't change the cards that you had. The cards were winning cards, right? Exactly. Yeah. So then a week or two goes by, and I get this letter in the mail from Firekeepers – and it was this like casino host that was like, "Hi, I just want to introduce casino myself." Host. Yeah, there's there are casino hosts, and he's like, "Hi, I want to introduce myself. My name's R.J. Stoneball." Blah. blah. And he's like, um, "Stoneball." I, I've been told that you had some uh, some issues, and I want to like like basically like right the wrong or something. it didn't say that, but it was basically that. And he gave me twenty five dollars in free play, and like. It's been very odd. He's he like sends me emails and say, "Hey, when are you coming back to the casino?" <laughs> <laughs> Would you give me a second twenty five dollar credit? Oh, R J Stoneball. R J Stone. And it was funny because like I'm I can go into this lounge. It's called the Aurora Lounge, which you have to have like a certain amount of points to get into. So I was there, and this guy like comes up and he goes, "Anthony." And I'm like, uh, yes. And he's like, hi, I'm RJ. And I was like, oh, hi. It's like, I saw that you checked in. I just wanted to say hi. If there's anything you need, let me know. And I was like, uh, okay. You're <laughs> under surveillance now. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm under surveillance. <laughs> there's like a guy in, in a parked car outside. <laughs> Follows you to your house. <laughs> Like asking me when are you coming? Like make sure you <laughs> when you come so that I can be a witness. <laughs> well, it's weird. It sounds like high roller stuff, right? Yeah, like exactly. Really, <laughs> like you're betting thousands of dollars per hand, and they want you to keep coming back. So they're just apologizing. And Tony, don't don't come back until they guarantee you a helper monkey who will make sure that you don't miss set your hand. <laughs> That's RJ. That's RJ Stoneball. <laughs> RJ Stoneball. So, so then me and Jeremy were talking, and Jeremy was like, so is he, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Jeremy, that is so inappropriate. But, yes, pro- he is probably. <laughs> Firekeepers probably didn't have a casino host that was good, so they just picked some guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
TJ, come over here. That's the mark. That's actually it's it's part of the high roller program. <laughs> Once you've advanced enough, you become a host. <laughs> well, and things, That's your future. <laughs> it was funny because in this like this thing he gave me, this letter that I got, it said it like gave a brief like resume. It was like I started off as a cashier and then moved on to security officer, and now I'm a full time casino host. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it sounds he sounds like he's he's uh, in recruitment. That's a long way to say, Paul, uh, I've got a, a free hotel room for me and a guest. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you offering it to Paul over Kenny? Oh, no. Kenny's going to be in my my. I have two rooms. Oh, I see. <laughs> like we, we could be properly uh, socially distanced. Yeah. Just tapping on the wall between the two rooms. Morse code. You're like, when is Michael McDonald going on? <laughs> oh, you know, I was told he always that he was played here every night. Funny, the president Did you know that was that was like January? Uh, it was early January of 2016. Wow, yeah, a long time ago. The Obama years. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. So long ago. <laughs> that was like a shenaniganza right around. So I remember yeah. you talking nonstop about Michael McDonald at Firekeepers. We were still riding that high. Yeah. <laughs> but we, I think we were late because of Michael McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> but not the concert. Yeah. <laughs> Just. This China Because, you know, like, we had, you get in the car, you gotta queue him up. Sometimes you gotta pull over so you can really listen. <laughs> Why weren't we late, though? Was it we both slept in? We slept in. <laughs> it was a super early flight. Well, but Bush has been forgiven for all. He's friends with Michelle uh, Obama. He gave her candy. Mm-hmm. He did. Why would a bad man do that? Yeah. Yeah, no instances of bad men giving people candy ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that's funny but i don't actually know of any instances off the top of my head just saying <laughs> nope can't think of any does adam make a weird clinking sound every yeah, time he's he like comes in or and out muting yeah or moving i can eat the pizza on the mic you know feel First time asking, Adam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Oh yeah, I figured it's it's gonna be easy enough to cut. Uh, don't worry about oh, it. It's not bitches. <laughs> Boy, you're just you're just having a cranky day. You know, I I called him up earlier that today to ask if I should take the uh, uh, coronavirus. Oh. Calls me like 11 in the morning, wakes me up. I was like, should I take the coronavirus vaccine? I'm like, what? What's happening? I'm sorry. 11 in the morning is way too early to call? Yes. Morning. (laughs) Don't be calling me that at 11 on a Saturday or a Sunday. Or Friday in this case. It's Friday, Paul. It's Friday. I'm just saying something about my life that's similar. (laughs) Don't call me. You just wanted to be included, right? I'm I'm saying that I can, you know, I can relate. 
if I wasn't, you know, mandated to be up before 11 any day, I would never be up before. I, I would not be up before <laughs> 2. Okay. I like when Paul starts making a stand. <laughs> I will always make a stand for my screwed up sleep schedule. I'll always make a stand when it comes to having a lie. Whatever, I'm out. <laughs> There's a Doug and Adam. Is there a Tony? Tony's not here yet. Tony's not here. Is there a Charlie? That's yeah, me. but he's being real quiet. For some yeah, oh, I is. for some reason, everyone's voice is coming in really like low, and I mean like pitch low. So there is something wrong with my. Oh, like we're we're like we're all this. down here. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll play it back for you, maybe as like a clip episode or we something all, like that. We it's all bizarre. Sound like Johnny Cash. Yeah, like I don't know how many. Well, systems... Charlie, it'll help if I try to pitch my voice higher. It's, Hello it's, and welcome to amazing. another edition of the Kobeski Walls Report. My name is Adam Kobeski. Yeah, I assume we have to speed that track. equals it out. Correct, right? <laughs> what a weird and amazing problem to have. Yeah, never seen this before. I got that Wait. Johnny Cash virus. <laughs> Wait, how does it sound right here? Oh lord, Whoa. you sound like the devil. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Good, I'm glad. What, how is that happening? I'm I'm actually uh, my mic is running through a keyboard which has oh. like a vocoder on it. <laughs> All right, and then it's time to resurrect one of our long dormant segments. Oh yeah, so sing the song. No. We oh. we do that a lot. <laughs> that happens a lot. Oh, okay. No, it's time for text from Adam. Hooray! Charlie, are you ready? Uh, oh, there we go. So I sent Charlie the following text. Oh, man, Charlie, have you ever watched The Black Hole? Nope. I see it has Robert Forrester, which is cool. Don't. It sucks. All right. That was funny. I think you have to pronounce the ellipsis. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go dot, 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 dot. dot, dot. All right. 2020 has been bad for movie schedules, but it's been really good for the podcast catching up on the. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We made up some real ground, guys. Yeah. So if there's one good thing that's come from 2020, <laughs> and I think America would be on our side, to be honest with you. I think that they would go through this for us to catch yeah, up. Yeah. If they knew what we were giving them in return. <laughs> yeah. Hours of quality. That's right. Free entertainment. There's a lot of edgy humor. <laughs> Say, but it's our duty to live in obscurity and not really get yeah. it out much farther than our core group of friends, you know. <laughs> that's, that's important. That's important. We don't need recognition. Yeah, I I really do hope that one of us runs for public office and then this <laughs> like comes up in the vetting process. <laughs> well, I mean, think look at the plus side. Some poor intern for every organization is going to have to listen to hours and hours of the podcast <laughs> to do yeah. their oppo research. <laughs> you know, it, it'll be good for your numbers, Charlie. I don't know what your listenership numbers are like for this. It's true. They'll have to listen through uh, us playing Star Trek, the board game. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news, Charlie Wallace does not completely disavow Prima Nocta in a 2020 <laughs> recording. 
You know, I I don't know. Like everybody's gonna have lots of stuff. There's just a lot of material here. But I think you know, I I can't think of one thing that would disqualify any of us. I can think of a couple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it Maybe depends not on if they just... get a hold of Charlie's laptop with all of the cutting room floor bits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't See, take your laptop to get serviced at a Delaware repair shop. Yeah. <laughs> I, or, Paul, or whatever maybe, that nonsense is. Paul, maybe there won't be sound bites that completely disqualify us. But having said that, <laughs> there there may be some things that could totally be taken <laughs> and do some really good harm to the campaign. Mm. I'm sure by that point, anyway, it'll all be deep fakes and sassy justice style videos. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You're also assuming that our... Uh, well, maybe you're not assuming, but, uh, you know, our, our culture could uh, move overall in the wrong direction and we would be deemed too woke for public. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul just got completely censored online. Like, I didn't hear anything. He just said culture could move and then just dead air. That's probably for the oh, best. Uh, I think the deep states after you, Paul, they're on to you. Yeah. Just just wait. Okay. Paul. Okay. Okay. Comes around. All right. Look how good we had it in 2020. All right. Hold. All right. Hold on. Hold on. That's dark. But hold on. Did any of you guys see the new uh, the new Space Jam? No, I heard it was. I I heard about what you're going to reference. I don't know if Adam would count that as a spoiler or not. (laughs) You can spoil Space Jam. I don't care. (laughs) I did. I did see Space Jam too. Oh come on! (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) <laughs> yep, spoilers for my life. I was going to tell you. There's going to be a new segment. Paul spoils movies. He did Boss <laughs> Baby the last time. Space Jam. <laughs> no, no, no. You were going to wait Paul for us. Paul spoils sequels. Yeah. Paul, yeah. Paul spoils sequels. Paul spoils sequels to children's movies. <laughs> and we all get upset. <laughs> you know, I, I hey, did. Hey, I careful, was like. Careful. I don't want to. I don't want to have Frozen Two spoiled for me. <laughs> I didn't even know they were making a Frozen that, that Two. That I haven't on, seen dog. yet. <laughs> the movie came out like four years ago. Yeah, I'll I'll get to it eventually. Yeah, I got a lot here. of other sequels to watch. Is Michael B. Jordan in Space Jam Two, Paul? He he is. It's a spoiler for Space Jam Two, um, but yes, he is. All right, it's time for our favorite part that might get cut because I think we're running long. But uh, it's time for the Merry Marvel Movie March song off. You check your chat windows. There's a link to All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Oh, and traditionally one chooses different speeds to listen to, Kevin. (laughs) And picks their favorite. This one might be one I think I like best at normal speed, actually. (laughs) It was trippy as at two times speed, I can speak to that. <laughs> I guess I never went to two. I went down to 0.75. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a little too draggy, I think, for me. It's um, so I think the slowdown I, algorithm just doesn't work as well for this song. Yeah. It doesn't keep the quality as nice. 1.25, like it still is listenable, but it feels like it more like a house music beat. It's like the it's the nightcore version of this song. Yeah. <laughs> this comment says, don't worry, you're not the only one listening to this masterpiece in July 2021. <laughs> Someone else says the worst thing about the song is that it ends. YouTube comments on good songs are 
Well, in general, all music YouTube comments are, are the most uh, the most salvageable comment sections. That's basically what I was YouTube. going to say, that I was <laughs> impressed that these are all kind of pleasant things and not much else that I've noticed. That that I feel like that really tends to be the case. On, uh, but for a for a video with 310 million views, it is amazing how positive uh, <laughs> all of these are. <laughs> I think for me, probably that lands in the middle of the pack just because I just think some of the other songs I just like better, partly because I'm very white. So consequently, Howard the Duck wins out over something like this. <laughs> oh, God. I, you know, I think that this. Hey, that, have you the, listened to Howard the Duck, the song, Kevin? I that have song, not. I should. <laughs> <laughs> I sh- I shouldn't judge, I suppose, until I give it a shot. You know, the the top comment in that this song hits differently when it comes up at the end of Black Panther movie. I yeah. think that actually does touch on something. Because I was like, oh, this is like so good. The graphical credits part of the movie, yeah. like, is awesome. But it it just it it does like when it's when you're not in that emotional spot, it doesn't uh, hit as hard somehow. It's still a good video. Yeah. So I think for me, I like Howard the Duck better because I'm a sucker for that kind of 80s so, sound. Just to be clear, um, you like the Howard the Duck song unironically. Yeah, what no, I saying. think that's okay. I think that song is like genuinely might be the best part of that whole movie, which I realize is damn. You're not wrong. Craze, but <laughs> I do like that song. That'll be the real wrap up of the Mary Marvel movie. Back to back, just running through the songs going, Oh yeah, there was a fallout boy song. It was terrible. We've had a, such a long gap where we yeah. haven't really had any songs. Yeah. I'm not sure there was until guardians Inferno. I'm not sure we had anything since like Punisher Warzone, even maybe. Oh yeah. That Rob's wow. song. Anyone else have feelings on all the stars, Charlie? I thought it was good. Not my, I think my favorite out of the bunch either. And I agree with Paul that it works really well at the end of this movie. And, yeah. but Kendrick Lamar made like an entire soundtrack oh. for and inspired by the movie. I, I c- couldn't find where I read this, but I remember reading like they wanted him involved to write one song for the movie. And he was like, nope, <laughs> I'm producing <laughs> nice. an entire album. Oh. Dude, if we get a cut of the, of the profits, go nuts. Right. But only if we can also stream it on Disney Plus Music and you don't get a cut of the uh, royalties <laughs> as a result. <laughs> it is on Spotify, by the way, in its entirety, if anyone is wondering. it's all, I mean, I already acknowledge that it's not canon, but sometimes I think about <laughs> Rise of Skywalker and just get mad. <laughs> it's and it's so bad from like the opening crawl like the emperor is back exclamation point is the best these like millions of dollars was able to produce yeah there was that meme going around palpatine as a dj because he was talking about like radio signals it's like it's your boy palpatine (laughs) (laughs) but first here's a word from raid shadow legends (laughs) should have just stuck with ryan they should have just planned something. <laughs> planned out <laughs> three movies at a time instead of uh, yeah, Stephen Kinging it as they go. <laughs> oh. What if Palpatine turned into a giant spider at the end? <laughs> that would have been a better movie, probably. <laughs> giant mechanical spider. <laughs> yeah. All right, John Peters. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry, that's that's not canon, so I don't watch it. <laughs> the only Star Wars canon I accept is the original Marvel comic books. So, <laughs> any of the movies or TV shows? Nope, forget it. But the EU is, is that uh is that fair game for you? Only if it was in the Marvel comics, specifically so the comics. Talk, okay, yeah, specifically the comics from like 1977 to 1985, 86, <laughs> whatever. What about are, so if you want to talk about Jackson, like, the uh, tall green rabbit, like completely canon. The one like with is that the ones where like there were ones that were released in the paper or something as serial? Uh, there's a newspaper strip that's separate. Yeah, okay. I had a compilation of those when I was younger, and I remember reading this and being like, "This is the most bonkers Star Wars ever." Like. <laughs> And every third panel is a cliffhanger, and you're just reading it as a <laughs> continuous story. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, okay, we got a Sunday strip. I can relax for a little while. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to derail. The <laughs> By declaring the Mandalorian non-canon, because it wasn't a Marvel comic book in the 80s. <laughs> Look, I just want to know if you consider Empire and Return of the Jedi to be canon the comic book adaptations absolutely <laughs> not the cinematic films no that's spinoff <laughs> what about the star wars manga <laughs> oh those Ooh. were dark horse so i don't know if they count <laughs> does for this yeah does for the march <laughs> so uh tony do you do i need to explain what an nft is now yeah sure okay do you know what the blockchain is no Okay, do you know what a database is? Do you know what a spreadsheet is? Do you know what a budget is? The computer. Do you you know do you know what a a spreadsheet is? Yes. Okay. A database is a lot like a spreadsheet. I can't decide whether I want to keep recording this or not. (laughs) Got a bunch of fields in it and uh, data stored in those fields, okay? It's like having multiple tabs in your spreadsheet. Now, <laughs> except the, some fields in each tab are the same at like correlate to identical fields on the other tabs hence being a relational database so what's a distributive database a distributed database is where everybody has a copy of it okay. but there's a thing called a cryptographic hash that's part of the entry whereby essentially um you can verify by look you you feed I feel the data. Like this turned into Jimmy Woo explaining to Cassie what his hash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, crypto hash, cryptographic hash. Got it. Okay. Uh, cryptographic hash. I think I, I smoked you, that. You last feed. Weekend. You feed a bunch of data into the. You you put a bunch of data into the field in the Excel spreadsheet. Yep. And if the result is what you want it to be, it says, yes, this is good. And if the result is not, it says, no, your field is corrupted. This is this database is jacked up. Everyone has a copy of this, and that's how they're able to essentially agree on what the correct numbers are. So in NFT, the idea is, do you know what a JPEG is? Yes, I do. <laughs> do, you, do you know the hand kill meme? Do you... Do you <laughs> <laughs> do i look like i know what a jpeg is <laughs> okay you know how you can right click on a jpeg and save image as yep okay 
can't decide how patronizing this is. Are, are you at all familiar with uh, the field of fine Renaming. art? Renaming? Uh, yeah. <laughs> of fine <laughs> art? Yes. Like like a Picasso? So you know how there's not necessarily a correlation between something actually being good and people agreeing that it's good and worth a lot of yes. money? Yes. Okay. We're almost there. Now imagine if people applied that same kind of silliness of fine art to a bunch of JPEGs and they put an entry in that, you know, in the blockchain saying, I own this JPEG. Okay. Now somebody else can obviously right click and save as and have a copy of it. But when you go to the blockchain, it doesn't say that they're the owner. It says that the person who owns it is the owner. And yes, that is precisely as dumb as it sounds. Because there's one more thing that I left off. Because it's a scam, you said, Adam? Yeah. And that's the scam aspect. It's a planet-destroying scam. In order to record something onto the blockchain, it costs money in, in the form of cryptocurrency. So it's like the people who are gaining from each small transaction are profiting off people's attempts at, you know, tulip fever type thing yeah <laughs> like just hoping that this nft is gonna be the one so it's gambling it's, yes uh, a little bit <laughs> what else? i'm on board now it's it's um, another it's another it's special like, actually vehicle, right it's more like scambling good poop yes you just wake up from a nap <laughs> just wake up from a poop no and a I, nap? Did, I didn't nap today <laughs> but yeah well, i mean he took a poop during his nap oh wow Really, oh. up, really playing with the prolapse gods there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're not prolapsing, you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> you go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow, I'm, right? <laughs> I, I don't want to relapse from my prolapse addiction. <laughs> <laughs> addiction. I love it when it comes out. <laughs> Yeah, what what does a prolapse compulsion uh, cross over into a prolapse addiction? <laughs> wow. Uh, Hi, we, yeah, we got started. <laughs> we got started really fast. But my favorite, I think, experience on Pluto TV was stumbling across at for a while they had an Ultraman channel. Oh wow. Stumbling across an Ultraman channel. But it didn't have subtitles baked in. <laughs> like the subtitles were what? just like the the captioning. Like oh, if you wanted like you to, if to you wanted subtitles, on. you had to turn on closed captioning. So it took me, I think, most of an episode to figure out that's how the subtitles work. And I was just sort of before that, just just sort of wondering, just like in amazement, and just like I'm just watching this Japanese show in Japanese, context free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of digging it. <laughs> You know, I, I used to do that all the time when uh, when I lived with my parents and somehow we accidentally got the TV Japan cable channel. Don't know how. It eventually went away. But I just watched all kinds of unsubbed NHK content and variety shows. <laughs> oh. And uh, what I could only assume is the Japanese equivalent of the Lauren, Lawrence Welk show. <laughs> 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 Rayan's dad was actually watching that the other day when we went over there. So I was <laughs> just sort of Lawrence marveling that it was that it was 2022 and there was still a channel showing the Lawrence <laughs> Welk show. <laughs> so yeah, I was doing that blog post and I was trying to remember like why was I like angry at the time 
And it was because the back door to my house, the doorknob on it, like, broke that day. So I was trying to fix it. And, like, I had to take the whole thing apart. And it was turned out unfixable. So I was going to have to get a new doorknob. But then I went downstairs to go put the tools away that I was using to do that. And then the doorknob to the door (laughs) to the shop back here broke. And I couldn't get through that door. So you bought a lemon house. It's yeah. Oh my god! It's not not really because it's all knobs. like it's all these little stupid things. <laughs> I, I tried the doorknobs. <laughs> Though I did go through a phase where I was trying because like the the CD shelves I have when I got them were like really hard to find because nobody was making them anymore. Yeah, and as I started to outgrow it. I was like, well, I don't want to have to try and find another one of these things. And at the time, I was living in a one-bedroom apartment in Washington, D.C. So it was like, I don't even have space for a a third one, even if I could find one. So I went through a phase where I was trying to pare them down and put them into, like, smaller sleeves. Like the generic, like, CD-ROM sleeve type things. Oh, like slimline cases or something? Yeah, like a slim. But they're not even, like, hard cases. They're, like, soft. Like, the the kind of thing you might... Like a single disc version of something you would see in a CD book. So, so like I, Charlie's collection, as I recall. <laughs> Is that true? Am I am I just slandering you? <laughs> no, that's pretty I accurate. just have a memory that you had a you had a binder of them. Oh yeah. Space and I don't know saving. if you've gotten rid of the of the cases or if you just had put them in storage or what. No, we just stored them. But I mean, I guess you gotta have, have, ask your question. <laughs> ask yourself what the the point is of having them in storage. But yeah. Yeah, so now my shelf is ugly because I have some of those interspersed, but mm. I tried to be selective of which ones I did that with. Like if it was a greatest hits type thing or something, or if I'd come back from the record store with like a stack of CDs out of the dollar box, a bunch of those might go into those. But in hindsight, I regret it. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing going to the going through the used CD dollar bins and just be like, there's a lot of music that I'm not interested in. <laughs> <laughs> And then also occasionally it's like, oh, here's the CD I paid $12 for back in the day. Right. And then every now and then I'm like, I already have two copies of this, but I have to rescue it from this dollar box. <laughs> that happens to me every now and then. If it's like an I've all-time like, favorite. <laughs> I've done that a couple times. Yeah. But usually like, Jason, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's like, thanks. Yeah. For me, it's like if I come across a copy of like the refreshments, Fizzy Fuzzy Big and Buzzy in a dollar box, I'm like, I'll find somebody to give this to. <laughs> I've, uh, I've definitely seen a few of those out here. Actually, you see some Roger Klein in the Peacemakers. So oh, I bet you see a lot there. of that out there. Yeah, yeah that's their uh, their stomping grounds. Michelle yeah. and I this year, for the first time, we've been talking about it for years, but we're uh, we bought tickets and we're going to Circus Mexicus in Rocky Point, Mexico this year, which is like their annual Mexico uh, extravaganza where they play like shows all weekend long on the beach. We're, we're kind of super fans here of RCPM and we're finally pulling the trigger and we're going to do it. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I thought long and hard about flying to Michigan in April to go see a Sparks concert, but uh I couldn't quite justify it because at that time Omicron was surging heavily. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I can, I don't want to wager that this show is going to just get canceled. Right. Like, it's not just a venue, like it's plane tickets and things too. <laughs> right. That something similar happened to me once way back in the day. I bought a playoff ticket to see the Tigers 
and I bought my plane ticket and the playoff ticket and everything. It was like one of those pre-sale things. And then the last couple of weeks of the season, they absolutely collapsed and they missed the playoffs. And so that was a very depressing trip home because I still had the plane ticket. I was like, well, I'll go see my other sad friends. <laughs> <laughs> and at least we got refunded for the tickets, I think, as I recall. But that was a real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> we went out to the bar that night and it was like, I'd rather be at the baseball game. <laughs> But our terrible team blew it. <laughs> Is SNL still doing like the branded uh, sketches, like the paid for there, sketches? There's the what? Oh, the, the occasionally you'll see one that's like there's a brand in it and it's clearly like a paid for sketch or whatever. And like the actual premise behind it won't have anything to do with the brand. Or if it does, it won't insult the brand specifically. I, I'm pretty you know, sure that, those are that like, is yeah. the case. Yeah, like, I've I've definitely seen plenty of those recently. I think. Yeah, I don't think I watch like where it's just like, oh, this is a bit that takes place in an Olive Garden, but it's not a it's not satire about Olive Garden specific. Right. There might be some light satire, like the Totino's I ones. I think they were protected under parody law. <laughs> but I I think the Totino's ones are like sponsored content so you say that pretty funny totino's boy (laughs) right (laughs) that's the kind of sponsored content i can get behind (laughs) i am pizza totino's boy (laughs) we usually uh fast forward directly to weekend update these days we skip most of probably a good idea yeah definitely skip the first (laughs) i skip straight to the musical guests i only watched (laughs) (laughs) so i briefly pause at the musical guest and nine times out of ten i'm like it just makes me feel old and unhip (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) because i'm like i don't get it (laughs) i i sometimes i'll watch every sketch except the musical guest and sometimes except the monologue because i'm like i don't care (laughs) i try to i try to look for the the caught for time ones the weird ones that don't get a lot of laughs (laughs) occasionally when car and i do watch it like they'll be in the second or third sketch and we'll be like how was that not the last sketch (laughs) like that was was (laughs) a horrible nonsense sketch they put that one at the front yeah. yeah, it's one of those things that's been around for so long and has so many, you know, just accumulated highlights that I feel like the general public or media constantly forgets or just chooses to ignore the fact that like 98% of Saturday Night Live is absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you look back at, you know, highlight shows from like the early 90s or whatever, you're like, oh, so many good sketches. And you're like, that's the same seven sketches of like a five-year span. <laughs> you do, then, you, then you do some Joe Piscopo table reads. <laughs> it was never all that great. <laughs> this segment's called Ramblin' Man. Okay, so it's a it's a nice Christmas dinner that we're having. Uh, we go out, uh, me, my wife, and uh, her family. We go out to this nice little restaurant. It's got, they serve like a steak, prime rib, that kind of stuff for Christmas. And so Brand orders the prime rib. Comes with yam. Comes with uh, corn on the cob. Sounds like great. So they bring it out and they, you know, got the nice cut of prime rib and the yams and the corn on the cob and a nice little cup full of the au jus and a nice little cup full of uh, butter. And so she takes her knife and she sticks it in the butter and she 
puts it in her mouth to see, like, what kind of butter it is, and uh, it wasn't butter. It was horseradish. So uh, I've never seen someone try to scrape their tongue at the dinner table before, but uh, she she could not get the uh, the taste out of her mouth. Many napkins were ruined. Uh, cloth napkins, too, not just uh, paper napkins. I guess the moral of the story is maybe uh, maybe sniff the stuff before you put it in your mouth. You know, make sure it's what you think it is. And, uh, and have a Merry Christmas. If you listen to this episode on Christmas, you, you may, you may not. Uh, you know, maybe you need something to put on while you're uh, digesting your food. And your wife's like, let's listen to uh, some Christmas music. And you say, no, I've got something better. Let's listen to a Gobeski Walls Report tag show. And she says, what? And you say, trust me. And then it gets about 20, 30, 40 minutes in. And she says, I don't know why we're listening to that. And you say, hold on. And then this clip plays. And see, now you've made it all worthwhile. So Merry Christmas from the Gobeski Walls Report. And have a great day. And oh, I still have more time. Okay, well, I'll just keep talking because I'm supposed to ramble. And so, you know, you just keep going. And, uh, oh, it's been raining. It's, uh, well, not so much today. It rained earlier in the morning. Not so much lately. But, uh, it looks like it could rain. Yeah, so it's fun for the whole family. And still going. All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. I, uh, I got some Fago. And, uh, you know what? You should do it right now in the pre roll. While we wait for Tony, that way we can put it in a tag show. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. So I have here a limited edition Kit Kat blueberry muffin flavor. It's naturally and artificially flavored crisp wafers in blueberry muffin flavored cream. Not blueberry flavored cream. Blueberry muffin flavored cream. Like I would just assume the wafers would be the muffin part. But no. So, uh, opening the glove. Well, it's a hand, right? So, so isn't it clearly the packaging is a glove. Isn't it a mitten? Oh, I guess. Mm. Uh, very strong blueberry scent when I open the package. Mm, giving it a sniff gives it a little bit of like a pie crust scent to it. So I'm going to give it a taste. Hmm. What the heck? It. Mm? Hold on. What? Well, this is good radio. (laughs) Come on, man. You know, I got to chew. He's savoring it. I'm not going to talk with my mouth full of candy, you know? No, but you can make make noises so we know what's going on. Like, "Mm." can you not hear? (laughs) Here, let me try. (laughs) No, no, no. Not chewing noises. Like noises, like vocalizations of appreciation or disdain. This is really bizarre. In that my mind can't decide if it's a, an accurate recreation of a blueberry muffin or if it's just the apple pie flavor that's been like dyed, like, like ah. kind of like a, a purpley <laughs> blue lavender. Periwinkle. It's like a, yeah, periwinkle. Um, Cornflower. Okay, here's the thing. You ever eat those blueberry bagels where it's, like, not real blueberry? They just took apple bits and, like, dyed them and, like, maybe added some flavoring? Yeah. It is that blueberry flavor. So, pretty good, actually. But (laughs) bizarre. 
All right. I genuinely, like every bite, I'm just like, is this is this an apple pie? Is this a blueberry muffin? Well, my it's understanding. some sort of weird superposition of the two. My understanding is now at this point, you have to close up the remainder of the package and uh, put it in the fridge to savor for another day. Uh, is, is this true? Tony, is this true? Yes, it is. There you go. Okay. I thought I you were going to have him. Have him I'm s- just going to eat this uh, ice cream instead. One moment. I thought mm, we were gonna that have... oh, kind of undermines the, <laughs> the <laughs> selfishness of it. Yeah. <laughs> I just like blind faith. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we have him save it and then get the apple pie flavored and then blind taste test them and see if All we can right. tell the difference? It's in the fridge. I'm saying yes, and I have no context. <laughs> I don't know that the apple it's pie your fault. exists anymore. I think that was uh, a limited edition. That was eliminated uh, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> All these old Kit Kats are becoming a weird color. Well, let's dye blue. We'll call them blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> but only eat them one at a time. <laughs> so we need to talk briefly about a shenaniganza bonus bit. Oh, God. That we didn't discuss in the Shenanaganza podcast. That's why it's in this clip show. But when Bran listened to the Shenanaganza podcast, she was like, hey, how come we never mentioned the Waze trip? So, Paul, we got to talk about the Waze (laughs) trip. The Waze trip? So Waze is an app that supposedly, like, up to the minute, like, routes you through places to get get you to locations 30 seconds faster, in theory. Yeah, drive through this guy, some dude's backyard. It'll save two seconds. So, like, it did this at one point when it just took us onto some side streets to drive through a random town so that I guess we could save a slowdown on the freeway that we linked back up to. Oh. (laughs) But uh, the main thing was then we were driving up to Big Bear Lake and we almost got there. And then it told us to make this left turn onto this road, which wasn't really a road. What would you describe this as, Paul? I would say, you know, the kind of thing you would uh, want to take an ATV on or something. Oh, like a two-track. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> two-track you know, is like, like, it's like a ravine in the middle of the, you know, track, you know, like it's working its way into like a, a canyon shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Waze just sends us down one of these that no longer has a name, right? It's like, it's, it's something like ST127 or something. <laughs> And we turned on, and Paul and me, it was like, oh, you're going to want to take this real slow. <laughs> and we made it about, I would say, what, 50 yards? Maybe 100? Yeah. Maybe 100 <laughs> yards. Yeah, before we said, the hell with this. <laughs> Particularly this when we way. saw how much further there was to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we looked at the Waze app, and it just was kept going, just like this little tiny line. Like, just, oh, okay. <laughs> You can save time. All you got to do is go 15 miles an hour for uh, <laughs> the next 10 miles. Right. It, they're, they're like, instead of going around this mountain, just go over it, you big dingus. <laughs> yeah, so we made about 100 yards. We turned around. We went back on the road, which was, you know, real paved road with lights and street signs and stuff. Real and we normie, were like, normie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And as far as we could tell, yeah, it was basically go over the mountain instead of around it. It was like, this way is more direct. 
I mean, you just drive through these trails and you'll be right there. It, I think Waze just was like, yeah, there's no speed limit on this road, so you, clearly you can go 55. <laughs> it's like the Autobahn. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So, yeah, we Brian wanted to make sure that we uh, recorded that bonus bit. Well, I, I can uh, I can report that after you all had finished doing that drive, I came out with energy like, hey, shenanigans of time, and everyone was almost as white as a ghost because of the way in which the mountain driving was. Yeah, oh, I, seem to, yeah. I seem to recall just you were super excited, and I was like, I'm not having this right now. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, like, was there a big fight you're in like, the car? You're like, I've been here for hours. I'm so hydrated right now. I'm so, I'm so hydrated. I'm on, my, I'm on my fourth hour of watching Frasier. So, so, so clean and hydrated and well-fed. <laughs> With non-recycled air. Yeah, that, does, that, that actually does suck after a while in a car. I really liked how how noticeable the elevation was, though, on breathing. Oh, yeah. Like, all those extra breaths having to take. I liked when you guys started monitoring your uh, blood oxygen levels. Well, you know, we're going to the mountains. Someone's got to bring one. <laughs> and you guys were like, oh, I'm at like 89, 90. And I put it down, I was like, I'm at 95. <laughs> Paul, did you bring an oxygen canister? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, come on! What's the point of the monitor then? You just you're gonna, you just know you're gonna how bad you get, are. You're gonna call and get life flighted out of there. You know, we could <laughs> drive down the mountain, like and succumb yeah. in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for uh, joining us for all those clips. Although I think Charlie, you were supposed to put the transitions at the beginning actually interspersed throughout the episode, not just all at one chunk at the start. Well, I can always come back and remaster this at a later time, right? Uh, why not? I'm Adam Gaveski. <laughs> the famous clip show, clip show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Charlie Wallace. Uh, special thanks to our two um, leftover guests. We've got Paul Wilcox. Yep, leftover, and uh, but not left behind. Uh <laughs> Don't keep that, but probably do, because, you know, outro. <laughs> those are good memories, though. Good moments. I loved all of those. And Doug Gobeski. Oh, man, I can't wait until we have enough material where we can do a clip show of material that didn't make it in any of the clip shows, because that's where show. I'm going to shine. The true leftovers. <laughs> All yes. the all the cut puns and uh, things where Adam was like, "No, we have to cut what Doug just said." Or <laughs> hours think of, of all that. that stuff. Think of all the political content we could put back together <laughs> once once we've had some distance from it and realized that those were like the good old days. You know, <laughs> we had a bit segment about Carl Palladino. I remember <laughs> his name. I only remember because we talked about him. He briefly came up the other day. Like, really? <laughs> he was running for like governor of New York or representative oh. something. I was like, Carl Paladino's back. <laughs> Who? The that just horse sounds guy? like a horse. <laughs> Wait. Oh, that's Palomino. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Beverly. <laughs> no, I'm not doing anything. That's the. the but a special thanks also to uh, our guests, Tony Huff. 
Kevin, Radova, Brianne, Gobeski, Alex, Clark, Dan, Hess, Kyle, Erickson. Am I missing anyone? Has anyone else shown up on this thing? Uh, Potentially. How far it's been a long time since I've had any of my friends on, so I don't think so. If I find one, I'll have you send me a voicemail and <laughs> that'll definitely <laughs> sound edited the, in. Yeah. <laughs> the voicemail quality. I think it's best that way. Paul Riser. <laughs> he didn't even need to say Paul. He could have just said Riser. <laughs> <laughs> leave some more trying to leave more editing work in there <laughs> Paul's Wilcox riser <laughs> thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Kobeski Wallace Report you can check us out on Facebook or Twitter if you'd like and of course, you can visit our website, www.gobeskywallacereport.com, which features all of our previous episodes. So you can reminisce about the time that Charlie was attacked by a beaver. I don't think that happens. So many memories. Dottie. John Dittmer. Are we doing any fictional people besides Paul Reiser? <laughs> He's definitely fictional. <laughs> no one. I've never seen him. Have you guys seen him in IRL? <laughs> the Butt Brothers. Brandy Butt. What are the other Butt Brothers? Uh, Randy. Jim. Oh, Tiny. Right? Tiny Butt. Carly Wallace. Lance Butt. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz. <laughs> Charo. <laughs> Charo. Shaka Khan. I'm everyone. It's all in me. Michael McDonald. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great on stage duo. <laughs> Donald McDonald. <laughs> the Mc- McDonald's. Michael. <laughs> Ronald and Donald. Isn't isn't Donald McDonald like the Japanese Ronald McDonald or something like that? I think it might be. Brandon Fraser Frandora the Fourth. What a pres- long, long uh, lasting prestigious family. And Dennis is everywhere. All right, got enough to work with there. Right, yep, yep. All right.